COVID infection, along with lagging approval numbers and runaway inflation. How's President Biden doing compared to other presidents his age? We'll talk about that with Dow Jones Market Watch columnist Paul Brandis and this weekend an installation of memorials. It's five o'clock. Is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. The punishing heat continues. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson starts us off. 30 cities set to break records as heat advisories stretch from the nation's capital on into Maine. And as if that wasn't enough. I'm Tom Forty. Today figures to be dangerously hot in much of the country, pretty much from one coast to the other. This is brutal. Brutal. This is just too much. This is not my kind of weather. That is Philadelphia weather, but not very different from the rest of the East Coast. Weather Channel meteorologist Todd Borick. Heat advisories from Oklahoma up toward Wisconsin. Tulsa under excessive heat warning. Same thing for Philadelphia metro area. Heat advisories from Washington, D.C. up toward central Maine. Things could cool just a bit by tomorrow in the east. Tom Fody, CBS News, Washington. Two Americans have been killed in Ukraine. A State Department spokesman released a statement that says we can confirm the recent deaths of two U.S. citizens in the Donbass region of Ukraine. We are in touch with the families and providing all possible consular assistance. The statement goes out to say, out of respect to the families during this difficult time, we have nothing further. Russian missiles have hit Ukraine's Black Sea port of Odessa just hours after Russia and Ukraine signed an agreement to allow grain shipments to leave. Russia denies that it was involved, but has also been accused of using hunger as a weapon of war by blockading Ukraine's ports, contributing to a dangerous spike in global food prices because Ukraine is one of the world's biggest exporters of grain. CBS's Holly Williams in Ukraine. The World Health Organization yesterday declared the monkeypox virus a global health emergency. It's been described in the U.S. as a virus that primarily affects gay men. But Deshaun Usher with a gay rights group says that's just part of the picture. It isn't just a gay disease and it isn't exclusive to the gay community, particularly since it can be spread by various contacts. Pope Francis heading to Canada to apologize to indigenous peoples for abuses by missionaries at residential schools. The visit viewed as a key step in the Catholic Church's efforts to reconcile with native communities. It has been 10 years since the Aurora Theater shooting. People gathered yesterday in remembrance. Josh Noland is one of the survivors. It's never going to be over for me. And that's what I have to tell myself, you know, is that some days I'm going to fall back down. But I have just an amazing support group that, you know, won't let me stay down. Nolan lost a leg in the attack. Pat Benatar says she will no longer perform this song. She says it's out of respect for the victims of gun violence and that you have to draw the line somewhere. This is CBS News. Need to hire quality candidates fast? You need Indeed, the end-to-end -end hiring solution. Attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 503 on Sunday, July 24th, 2022. 75 degrees with highs expected in the mid to upper 90s. It'll feel, feel more like 105. 
Good morning to you. I'm Liz Anderson. The top local stories we're following this hour. It is going to be a sizzling Sunday. Much of the country is dealing with dangerously high temperatures, and it's no different in the D.C. region. A heat advisory will be in effect from 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. today. Temperatures will be in the 90s, but as stated uh, just a second ago, it'll feel more like 105. Now, it's expected to be hottest east of I-95. If you can stay indoors during the daytime, that's the best move. Do so. If you have to get out and about today, be sure to stay hydrated and stick to the shade if you can. Now, some scattered storms are expected to pop up throughout the day, but those likely will not cut the extreme heat. And you can go to WTOP.com for a list of cooling centers in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia to help you find refuge from the heat. Police have identified a man who died after a shooting in downtown Frederick. Frederick police say it happened early Saturday morning in the 300 block of North Market Street near the Old Town Tavern. They say an officer was patrolling the area when he heard a gunshot. Soon after, that officer found 26-year-old Michael Isaiah Olani, who had been shot. He was taken to the hospital but died a short time later. Police are asking anyone with information to contact them. A grim milestone in Baltimore. 200 homicides in the city so far this year, 21 just this month. That milestone after a 52-year-old man was shot to death Friday evening, police said. Officers from their northeast district responded to a shot spotter alert in the 1600 block of Montpelier Street around 7.30 p.m. They found a man who had been shot multiple times. Three other people were shot in different locations that evening, including a man left in critical condition and a 16-year-old boy who was shot in the leg and soldier. Shoulder. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Maryland's new Democratic nominee for Governor Wes Moore is promising to work for all Marylanders and to take his Republican rival seriously. Plan on leading with a very clear understanding that every single Marylander is not just going to have a vote, but they're going to have a voice. The political novice beat high-profile Democrats like former U.S. Labor Secretary Tom Perez to cinch the nomination and take on Trump-supported Republican Dan Cox. Dan Cox represents the most extreme fringe of American politics, and simply put, he is so far outside of the mainstream that I believe he would be dangerous in the governor's office. A former combat veteran, Rhodes Scholar, and best-selling author, Moore has faced questions over his backstory, but has dismissed claims that he exaggerated his personal narrative. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. You're being told to pack lots of patience if you're following the county executive race in Montgomery County. In the Democratic primary, it's a neck-and-neck race between incumbent Mark Elrich and challenger David Blair. Heading into the weekend, Elrich had eked out a lead of just 0.3%, or less than 300 votes over Blair, as mail-in ballots get counted. There appears to be a long road ahead, though, as the counting of provisional ballots won't start until Wednesday. Then the last of the mail-in ballots will start being counted on Friday. Elrich said in a message late this week that more than 115,000 mail-in ballots were requested, and as of Election Day, only about 30,000 had been received. So we wait. But it's nature, and this is not a quick process. Reardon Sullivan has already been projected as the winner on the Republican side. John Aaron, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, he's battling sagging approval numbers and runaway inflation. How's President Biden doing compared to other presidents at this stage? Well, we'll talk about it with Dow Jones Market Watch columnist Paul Brandis. That's coming up in just a minute. It's 5.07. An orthopedic surgeon makes understanding pain painless. 
It's the biggest frustration that patients have. This is Dr. Pamela Mehta talking about aches with unexpected origins. I see patients with pain in their knees, their hips, their back. Oftentimes, the pain is actually coming from their feet. Bet they aren't expecting to hear that. Those patients are super surprised. They can't believe that the pain in their knee isn't coming from actually inside the knee. But if you think about it, the feet are the base to your whole body. That's why she